Illinois basketball finishes up its run in Vegas with a loss to Virginia. Brett Barron's here in Nevada along with Bryce Beamett back in the studio. We are wrapping up the coverage from Las Vegas with the WCIA 3-in-1 pod. Bryce, I am here at T-Mobile Arena. Crews tearing down on what was an eventful four-game weekend here. Brad Underwood called it Final Four caliber. I believe that it was UCLA. Virginia takes the title, beating the Illini. Baylor in this as well. Four top 20 teams. There was some high-level basketball this weekend. And despite the loss on Sunday, 70-61 to to the Wahoos, as they're called, uh, Brad Underwood said he's not all that unhappy with how his team played. They go one and one. What did you make of the weekend as a whole, Bryce, for Illinois to come out with at least one win and a top 10 win against UCLA before losing on Sunday to number 16, Virginia? I think this weekend and how Illinois did, just going one for one speaks volumes on how this team could be this year and how they are playing. I think we talked about it. I, I was thinking before, you know, if they would have came out and lost both games, then you're like, okay, you know, maybe the team isn't meshing as well. Maybe they're not going to be super good this year. Who knows? You, you, you'd have to really look back at kind of how this team is going to be. But beating UCLA, a top 10 team, and then beating Virginia for a while there in the game, they had the lead for a little bit there. Just being able to hang with them, have a great game against Virginia, I think it shows that Illinois can compete with these top teams. And like you said, these can be – all these teams could be top final four competitors. I think it's open to that. And I think that, you know, a lot of the um, guys afterwards were Coleman Hawkins and was talking about how he can totally see the team making it this far. And he's like, we can hang with anyone. So I'm super curious how Illinois will do, you know, moving forward in these next couple of games. Cause I think that they can hang with any, with any team. Uh, What did you think about it? Brad Underwood called this weekend a measuring stick, and I think overall they passed that. If, if there was questions yeah. about is this team uh, high enough caliber, yes. I think they're going to be a little bit higher in the rankings come Monday. Uh, probably about a 15, 16 uh, would be my guess, maybe even like a 14. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the UCLA win helps that. Now UCLA coming out and losing to Baylor on Sunday uh, probably doesn't help that case if it's transitive property you know, a little bit, and, and UCLA is certainly going to fall. But if it's just a measuring stick, they passed it in my eyes. Uh, yeah. This is a top 25 team that can do a lot of different things. And they lose a game by nine when Terrence Shannon Jr. only scores nine. He had an off day uh, after scoring 29 on Friday, making eight threes. He only made four shots total in the game against Virginia, one of five from beyond the arc. Really not a big impact. He did have six assists. But he fouled out six turnovers. Turnovers continue to be an issue for the Alana. Had 13 tonight. Now, they only had 13 in the first half against UCLA on Friday. But uh, turnovers certainly an issue once again for the Orange and Blue, and especially for Shannon. And and Brad Underwood said after the game, his best player, which is TJ, has to be the best player on the court. And that was not that today. Even if Shannon scores, you know, 15, which I think would be a low end. He had 14 in one game earlier this season. You feel like Illinois would have at least been a little bit more competitive in this game. Uh, just not a good game from TJ at all. Yeah, and Brad also, I, with that quote that you were talking about, he also mentioned something like, um, you know, usually your best players, you know, they can't have off days. You see people in the NBA, you know, you rely on those players. They can't be 
having an off day. You have to continue to be at least a consistent person putting up 15 points per game or so. And so obviously, you know, he wasn't with it. And, you know, if he would have just had like 15 and, you know, Illinois might've won the game then, you know, so that kind of shows, but we mentioned turnovers, but I think Illinois defense has been doing well. They're like Nats on the court, at least. I think offensively, they still have a, you know, a few things they need to work on, but it's still, they're only four games into the season. But they also forced, you know, 12 turnovers to Virginia. So I think that's a positive side. But um, that, you know, their defense is so scrappy and just in your face, I think, at all times. Yeah, and they held Virginia to 41% shooting for the game. Uh, 47% in the second half. Virginia went 10 for 21. That would have made a big difference. They were just 10 of 27 from the field in the first half. And they were 5 of 17 from three, 29%. So, I think there is some credit there that needs to be given to Illinois' defense. I mean, they just didn't make enough shots uh, against Virginia today, and it, it's going to largely come down to that in, in basketball. You're either going to make shots or you're not. And they're certainly going to have to find ways to win games when they don't make shots. But uh, overall, Illinois shot 34% from three, 40% for the game. And free throws, a big differential here. Illinois, four for nine, only took nine free throws in the game. Virginia took... 32 making 25. I mean, just a crazy differential there of free throws made 16 more than Illinois. And to, and that's a huge part of the game. And Underwood said afterwards that, you know, he, he thought his guys were vertical for the most part. And, and I would agree with that. I think there were some plays where uh, it looked like Virginia got the benefit of the call. But uh, for Illinois to, you know, have that much of a differential in free throws was a huge storyline in the game for me. It's tough to win when you got another team making six, making 16 more free throws than you. That's going to make it very difficult. Well, and you know, if you free throws win games is what I was always told growing up playing basketball, free throws win games. So if you put them on the line, you know, that should be a one to free. Two every time it's a free throw. You get to, They're free you for a reason. In your face. That's why it's called that. So you know, they keep getting in foul trouble as well. You know, Ty Rogers got in foul trouble, I think, last game. Um, you know, now Terrence Shannon Jr. getting in foul trouble, getting out of the game. So just they need to watch their fouls. Obviously, towards the end of the game, you start fouling a little bit more, obviously, when they're, you know, trying to break up the game and get a rebound off a of free throw. So that's different. But just throughout the game, they have, you know, too many fouls and turnovers a little bit too. Just That's something they just need to watch a little bit. You know, don't be – grabbing it just unnecessary fouls sometimes there were a few calls that I think were a little iffy there maybe uh they called a block I think a couple times when it could have been a charge and vice versa but um but you know that's just things that they got to be wary of you can't you know give away that many free throws Illinois whistled for 22 fouls Virginia in the game only had 14 so uh another differential there that just kind of tells the story of the game Coleman Hawkins and Jaden Epps, the freshman point guard, the only two Illini in double figures. Jaden finishes with a team high 14. Coleman had 10. Good to see Coleman make four shots. It's kind of been up and down with him this season. Um, he had three turnovers as well with his three assists. Also had three blocks, and I think he showed up defensively for the Illini. Uh, a game high, three blocks for Coleman. Um, that was positive in, in 30 minutes on the court. And Jaden Epps has been a surprise. I mean, I I don't want to say surprise me. I don't know if that's right. It, he continues to be a high-level scorer for this team. And I, maybe the surprise and just that we didn't know what to really expect from the freshman. And he is being counted on as one of the first guys off the bench and somebody that Brad Underwood can go to when he needs a bucket. 
I agree. Um, you know, nice to see Coleman, you know, coming back a little bit with a little bit. He didn't have a bad game yesterday, or excuse me, Friday, but just uh, kind of turning things around. And obviously, I, I thought defensively he was pretty stellar. Um, with you know those, I, you took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say the three blocks there that were pretty crucial a couple times. You know, people are excited. The crowd goes berserk. You know, you get a lot of energy whenever someone goes for a huge block there. But I agree. I remember in the summer talking to some of the freshmen and they were talking about how Jaden Epps is just this um, kind of underrated guy. And I remember just hearing about that from the, the Illini, the team, the players themselves they are like, Hey, you got to watch out for Jaden. And a couple of them kept saying that they're like, Hey, Jaden's a huge threat. You got to watch out for Jaden. And so, you know, I just think that's kind of neat that people have been saying this and he's kind of this um underrated guy coming in and putting up 14 points for the Illini and I think he's very calm on the ball he's very composed um I think he doesn't just throw up shots a lot I think he finds a good shot or a nice whenever he sees like a gap in the lane and is able to drive and put one up I think he does a great job kind of visually seeing the court which is great you know you want that person to be on the court and have the ball in their hands yeah and he can drive as well as shoot uh, yeah. he's got a nice balance there of of getting to the rim. And that's something we didn't see with Terrence getting to the yeah. rim today. And, and Underwood mentioned that as well, that he, you know, he's got to really um, take command of getting downhill towards the basket. Cause that's when Terrence seems to be at his best when, when he is a driver. Uh, Dane danger <clears throat> played 18 minutes, only took two shots or only took uh, five shots, made two of them did have six rebounds. I don't, I didn't feel like he played enough. I thought, I thought, Dane should have been in the game a, a lot more um, in this one, but, you know, did not find himself uh, making a huge impact other than maybe the rebounds there. But uh, I really like what Dane is bringing to the court, and and I feel like those numbers should have been probably at least in the mid-20s for Dane to, to provide a little bit of a uh, – just a different look off the bench for the Illini. Uh, Brad said he was really impressed with his freshmen and just the composure, and I think that was a big question – certainly coming into this weekend is how do these freshmen play under the bright lights of high major competition in a city like Las Vegas and, and on national television. And overall, like we mentioned with Jaden, I thought sincere came in and played a role playing nine minutes, brought some energy off the bench, did have two fouls, but had a, a couple of rebounds and an assist and a block in there as well. Uh, Sky Clark, 22 minutes, eight points does have uh two turnovers, which continue to be a little bit of an issue on that side of the ball. But uh, what, what do you make of the freshmen so far? Ty Rogers, tough weekend, uh, only played eight minutes. He's been in foul trouble, uh, re really bad foul trouble on Friday night. Does have two tonight. Just overall, Bryce, what do you make of the, the freshmen and what they've been able to do so far? Yeah, I think anytime, you know, you have this many freshmen coming in, like they're going to have to step up and play. Obviously, you needed them in. Um, I think Sky Clark's been consistent, you know, turnovers. There's a couple, there's one time I'm thinking when he did turn it over and he should have shot, I think, um, out on the wing and then he tried to drive instead and then lost the ball. And I was like, he had a wide open shot and the kid can shoot. So I think, um, otherwise I, th I think he's been just pretty consistent. I think, um, personally, I think sincere has been great off the bench. I thought he's brought so much energy even today, obviously Friday, he was a game changer for the Illini. I thought today he's still, I think he's fun to watch. He's in your face. He's a little spark plug off the bench. I think that as he continues to grow as a player, I think he's going to get more confident and, you know, I think he's going to continue to maybe get a few more minutes. So I enjoy watching him. I think he just brings a lot of energy to this team. And then I think Jaden's just been 
super consistent as well. So I just think it's, um, you know, sometimes freshmen get a little nervous. Sometimes they're afraid to shoot. Sometimes they're afraid to talk. And it doesn't seem that way for these freshmen, which is great. You know, you need them to step up when you don't have, you know, when there's a lot of new faces, you know, everyone's new. So you may as well, well, not everyone, but a lot of them are new. So I think it's, um, I think they've done a really great job, especially with that crowd and everything. They seem pretty relaxed. I mean, just they seem like everyone else. You wouldn't know that they're necessarily a freshman. Yeah, and Brad said after the game, too, it's just about execution. They've got to come out and, and be able to execute down the stretch in those big moments. And Illinois not able to do that as Virginia goes on a 13-0 run uh, that really just sealed the game. Illinois won almost three and a half minutes without scoring and only scored three points the final 338. Tough to win against high major opponents when that is the case. But they all said afterwards that they'll they'll learn from this. They feel like they'll be better because of this. And uh, overall, the leave Vegas one for one, and I think they feel okay. So now Illinois heads back home. We'll have two more games at home starting next Friday night. And then uh, next Tuesday, they play Syracuse in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. So that's it for the first month of the season. And uh, I think I think they're doing OK. I think Brad feels pretty good about what he's got learning about his team. And uh, we'll, we'll see how they round out heading into the month of December, which is going to be even more interesting, Bryce, with a game at Maryland and Maryland upbeat this season. Looking very good uh, with their first year head coach and, and uh, looked like they might be a contender in the Big Ten uh, playing in the championship game today of the Hall of Fame Classic in Kansas City, the event that Illinois played in last year. They're going to get Penn State. They're going to get Missouri, who's not very good. But the big one is Texas in Madison Square Garden. We'll figure out how good Illinois is in another big-time stage next month. And uh, this is fun. This is what these events are made out of. And uh, it was fun to be here to see this high-level basketball. And uh, I know Illinois fans enjoyed it as well. There's a ton of orange and blue walking around here in Las Vegas. All right, Bryce, that'll do it. Thanks so much for listening to the WCIA 3 in 1 pod. Find all our coverage on our website, WCIA.com, as well as Brad Underwood's full post game press conference. I have the players in there today as well. You can watch that on our social media pages uh, and also on our websites. It is uh, on there as well. That'll do it. Hope you enjoyed the weekend in Las Vegas. For Bryce, I'm Brett. Thanks so much for listening.